ladies and gentlemen, here we are yet again. Welcome in to the show. Absolutely. The Wednesday edition of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Ah, welcome in. Ladies and gentlemen, Arc 3 is upon us. It is indeed. Arc 3 is here, and with it, some amazing new things. And here to talk about those things today, ladies and gentlemen, community managers from Scopely Panic and DeoG Gala are here. Welcome in to our simulcast audience, everyone over in Twitch. Hello, welcome, Rev Deuce is here. Appreciate you guys all being here. Guys, let's do it. Let's start with a server sound off. Y'all let us know where you're from. Come on now, Gunny Borg is on server 32. Welcome into the show, Gregor on server nine. Welcome. Baby Wipes. <laughs> I love it. Baby Wipes on server 25. Lord Thomas on 11. I'm not to server 13. Ahab on 15. Jay Bird. Welcome into the show. A new name right there. Love it. Server 32. Skits and Hiya Bomb You on server 15. Cast server 15. Welcome. Wolby Can on 10. Truck and Chick. A show regular from server 26. Gorgana is here on server 22. Welcome. Andrew on 148. Z Diddle on 20. Rev Deuce is here. Welcome into you, sir. DJ Gurr on server 8. Naxos 152. Misty representing server 16 today. Death Dealer, hello to you, sir, from server 15. Darth Skywarp on server 32. Dr. Saran on server 11. Welcome in. Hello Kitty on 25. Inch High, Private Eye, joining us from the international audience today, server 197. Bronchosis, hello buddy, how you doing? JB, hello. Claw on server 30. Snacky Bat on 33. Mediocre, server 15. Welcome in. Nick Burns on 25. Starbase on 8. Narval on 22. Phil, hey, how you doing, buddy? Official Star Trek Fleet Command official Discord moderator Phil is here with us. Welcome in. Saihu, server 130, hello with you. Back on 31. Killer on 25. Batman also joining us from the official Discord. Welcome in from server 193. Space Waffles, Crazy Cat Lady, Loki, Herc, Garan, Iron Bones, Praetor, Jay Hamill, Mistress of Mayhem, Boaz, Ren, Molly, and the list continues on. Welcome in to the show. Man, really, really excited. Really, really excited. We got a lot of stuff going on today. All right, Zarkara. If you're having trouble with audio, message Snake Eyes. He can hopefully try to help you with it. Ladies and gents, this is a huge show. An absolutely massive show. Right here with Star Trek Fleet Command. And Scopely World Gaming International Entertainment Incorporated LLC conglomerate. Welcome into the show, everybody. Would love to welcome in my guest. Uh, my guest this evening. I've got two very esteemed public guests. Uh, I would first like to introduce Panic, ladies and gentlemen, community manager from Scopely. Panic, how are you today? Hey, DJ. It's good to be here. Oh, very good. And you sound wonderful, man. This is so much better. I like the audio quality here. Like you, you sound great, man. You sound really good. Yeah. Hey, will you sing us a song for for just a moment? Can you sing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, maybe. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Oh, so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm rolling tape right now. Absolutely. All right, guys. Uh, welcome into the show. And, of course, our other community manager, uh, community manager, our VIP manager, DeoG Gala, is here. Miss Gala, hello to you. How are you? Hello, hello. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much. Oh, what a wonderful show we've got planned for you guys today. A lot. Town Hall, ladies and gentlemen, with the uh, the managers of us, okay? The community, they 
they are responsible for our feedback. They answer questions. Uh, they develop and, and send feedback back to the developers at Scopely, and, uh, and I'm really, really excited to have them with us for our second uh, edition of our monthly State of the Game Address. All right, we're going to do that. But first, as we always do, uh, we should get into just a little bit, ladies and gentlemen, of Stupid News. Stupid yes. News! All right, let's get into it. <laughs> there is a lot of things happening in the world today, of course. The world is recovering uh, and still reacting to the coronavirus, and that is uh, that is going all around. As a matter of fact, uh, for those of you familiar with um, uh, American sports, the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, have sent 400 pizzas to local hospitals battling the coronavirus. Yeah, this happened up in Pittsburgh, uh, the Pirates baseball organization. It is the least uh, that they can do. The Pirates already had a lot of fans in the hospital being treated for depression, so uh, it's good that they're taking care of them there. <laughs> a Portland strip club is in the news. A Portland strip club that was forced to close, guys, is now delivering food in a program it calls Boober Eats. Panic, would you order something from uh, a service called Boober Eats? Would you? It depends, it depends <laughs> if I'm hungry or not. Yeah. <laughs> I have to be very hungry, I think. <laughs> You'd have to be really hungry ordering from Boober Eats. Yeah, this is in Portland. Uh, they're uh, modeling the program after Uber, but uh, a lot of customers are getting a lift. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else we have? Oh, guys, get this. This is uh, non-corona uh, related. A study from Arizona State University found that narwhals, narwhals who have bigger tusks, are more likely to find partners during mating season. All right. So, yeah, just take that for what it's worth. I want to thank all the scientists. Yes, nar narwhals, narwhals. Thank you, Skits. I want to thank all the scientists who tackled such a pressing issue right now. The economy is tanking. Coronavirus is hurting people. But it's time that we did a study about fish humping. Uh, we, yeah, You can find the results in their latest National Geographic documentary, Grinding Nemo. Uh, a supercomputer at the Oak Ridge National Library conducted a study that identified 77 potential drugs that could treat coronavirus. Uh, but more importantly, the study did not tell us anything about fish humping. Okay, I just want to make that very, very clear. No fish humping there. Uh, this happened. Captain Bull, welcome into the show. A Kentucky couple flipped out on a Kroger cashier who refused to sell them 522 cans of Mountain Dew. Yeah, that's a real thing. They went to the store would not be allowed to purchase 522 cans of Mountain Dew. At one point, the guy threatened even to bite the cashier. But I'm uh, I'm calling empty threat right here. I'm calling empty threat. Anyone who drinks 522 cans of Mountain Dew doesn't have any teeth to bite you with. Um, an Arizona man died after taking a fish tank cleaner that he confused with the drug, uh, the drug that President Trump recommended to fight coronavirus. People, of course, are now trying to blame the president until they realize the guy took a drug that you sell at an aquarium fish store, okay, like a, at, a, at, a, at a pet store. So at this point, it's uh, there's some personal responsibility there, right? Don't take drugs that you find in aquariums. It's kind of hard to say uh, that it could be fishy. <laughs> it could be fishy. Get it, Panic? Do you get it? Fishy. <laughs> Panic's not even listening. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Madonna. All right, this is good. I'll wrap up with this, I believe. 
Yeah, yeah, we'll do this. All right. Madonna is in the news <clears throat> being mocked for a, uh, a weird, bizarre video in which she's naked in a bathtub talking about the coronavirus. Have you guys seen this? This is a video. You can find it. Madonna naked in a bathtub talking about the state of affairs. Now, I normally wouldn't watch a video of Madonna naked in a bathtub, but I made an exception for research purposes. All right. As I'm sure some of you will. I owe it to you guys listening that I want to uh, that I want to do it to put this in Madonna terms. Hollywood. (laughs) I got I got stupid on this. All right. Here we go. Hollywood. You have the right to express yourself on social media. (laughs) But when it comes to Corona, all of your posts look borderline crazy. (laughs) Whether it's a montage of out of touch celebrities singing Imagine by John Lennon or Madonna sitting naked in a tub. My best advice when it comes to Corona is Papa, don't preach. Because if we do live to tell our grandkids about this, we'll thank our lucky stars that we found uh, finally got a holiday from all of your ham-fisted attempts to seem relatable. I, for one, will cherish the day. <laughs> all right. If you got all the references, you may now take a bow. Ladies and gentlemen, that is <laughs> that is your stupid news. Uh, welcome into the show. Let's get to the actual stuff at hand. Now, you guys, we... <laughs> no, that was absolutely terrible. Panic, at least tell me that you enjoyed our rendition of Stupid News today. Yeah. I actually went and researched Madonna strips totally naked for Batman. It's actually true. I can't believe it. I was like, okay, come on, this must be true. Of course it's true. It's absolutely true. Okay, yes. Uh, Madonna's laying in a bathtub naked talking to people about the state of affairs. Welcome in, uh, everybody, to the uh, to the show that you guys have all been waiting for. Uh, this is the State of the Game address for the month of March. Gosh, March is almost over, but we pushed it out just a little bit because we wanted uh, to have you here panic. We wanted to have you here uh, for a live town hall so that we could discuss uh, Arc 3 with you. Arc 3 dropped yesterday, ladies and gents, and it is uh, here. People are enjoying it. People are getting out. And uh, so let's start with this panic, just like we did last time. Why don't you take just a couple of minutes, tell us about what's happening at Scopely, and and you know not just game-wise, but you know world-wise as well. How are you guys coping? How is the workflow situating? How's communication amongst the departments as you guys are working from home? Please, ladies and gentlemen, let's introduce Panic now uh, for his second monthly state of the game address ladies and gents thanks dj well you know i'm uh, we're currently all outside in the in the rain we're uh, in our boxes typing to each other and we have like uh, these little uh, guy, um uh, the, uh, the carpets so we with the smoke as our smoke signals to everyone that's uh, that's how we're uh, <laughs> talking here with this goalie no i'm joking um no it's uh, it's it's been it's been a uh, it's been two weeks now i think that we've uh, we're all working from home it's been a uh, it's been a fun ride in a sense that it's a, it's a fun experiment, let's say, for the uh, for us as a team from a communication point of view because if communication was good, that means uh, it's not breaking down, which thankfully it's not. So we have the right tools. We have the right people. So I think uh, in those terms, we're doing well. Nothing has really changed since um, we do work with essentially uh, we're three countries working together as one team. So we have uh, a production company, which is in, uh, in Dublin. We have Digit. And then we have uh, also Scopely in LA. And then we also have Scopely in Barcelona. So keeping those kind of trajectories moving is uh, one of one of the things we're doing on a day-to-day basis anyway. So you guys were kind of already naturally you you guys were already naturally geared towards the teleconference or the telecommunication system anyway because you're you're transcending yeah. countries here. So uh, how has uh, how has the uh, coronavirus affected Scopely in any way? Like are we are we right on schedule? Is there any delays in development or is Scopely healthy as an ox and and continuing to deploy as scheduled? 
Uh, no, there's no, there's been no delays. Uh, fortunately, the team is um, has acclimatized right now. Everyone's working uh, full steam ahead um, from wherever they are in their houses. So no issues. Uh, fortunately, everything is hopefully rolling as intended. Let's say <laughs> a few snags on the way as we saw yesterday, but hey, we at least we got them fixed quite fast. So or as fast as we could. So yeah. Okay, very good. Uh, working as intended, ladies and gents. There is a mug for that uh, if you want to check out the, <laughs> the merchandise store. Hey, yeah, speaking of which, Panic, we'll take just a second here. I did want to, uh, of course, we have uh, some members of the community who have wanted to send you guys some gifts. Um, as of right now, I guess we can't do that, right? We can't ship anything to you. Uh, do you guys have an expectation as to when you would return to the office? Well, officially, Spain has um, has set on the 15th so now i think it's on the 12th of april it's been extended by another 15 days so initially we had until the end of this week unfortunately this is not going to come to pass so hopefully if everything goes well by mid-april we should be back in the office how are you doing with the break like i know that uh we you said the other day that you were absolutely suffering from cabin fever how are you doing what are you doing to pass your time are you playing star trek fleet command I'm playing like uh, I'm like video gaming from my phone to my PC to my tablet and then watching shows at the same time it's like kind of an array of a routine but uh, yeah no I'm definitely playing it's I'm playing a bit even more this time uh, uh, one of the things I've actually been doing more and I've been enjoying more I don't know why though but it's Armadas I've been doing quite a, quite a bit of them lately we've actually we actually had a war with one of the uh, one of the other alliances because uh, of Armadas anyway I got told off by my leader because I was being a bit sneaky, but that's okay. That's, <laughs> that's part of it, I guess. Do, do they and, know who you are in the game? Like, when they're running their mouth to you, do they know that you could literally delete their account at any given second? No, 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 no. no. I'm not, uh, I haven't uh, said at all who I am in the game. That's exactly how I want to keep it. Otherwise, I know I'm going to be rated 24-7. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so uh, can you tell us what server you're on? Maybe that would be interesting. No, you better uh, not. You probably shouldn't, no. right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so guys, there is some smart aleck little punk kid out there on your server talking trash in Galaxy Chat. Yeah, there you go. A smart punk 30, 30, uh, level 30 kid. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So make, make sure and report him for harassment. Uh, make sure and send lots of tickets on it. <laughs> Uh, no, okay, so let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the, the drop of Borg Arc 3. Uh, we do have some questions mm -hmm. about that. And ladies and gentlemen, we do have, of course, the live chat room is open right now, okay? The live chat room is open, and we will be trying to get your questions. Uh, I'm counting on Gala and Gregor and Snake Eyes to uh, be reviewing and kind of uh, um, previewing these questions, and then they'll be uh, private messaging those to me so that we can make sure we get on, because uh, I'm sure I'm going to end up losing some stuff in the chat room. But I'd like to get uh, right into it and uh, we do have a couple of questions so panic let me start with this one uh, at the beginning of arc two uh, you told us in the Q&A uh, that the missions would be available after the event ended arc two uh, not the event for the missions the imminent threat but the missions themselves arc two has ended uh, we do still have some folks with these mission keys these 80 mission keys for the last set of missions uh, but they're not seeing uh, they're not seeing them pop up after they build the Vidar have these missions disappeared is this an oversight or can we try to figure out a way to get these back from what um, I'm going to definitely double check this, and Gala chime in please if I'm wrong here. Um, but uh, from what I understand, so what I said is that if you had the missions in your inventory, and if you were, if they were, they wouldn't disappear essentially once the next arc 
Now, I'm not sure if you're going to get new missions, the newer missions, if you miss the arc. Right? There's a difference there. So, so if you did the first set of missions, then you should still be able to obtain the second set? Or you're saying that if you have started the mission chain, then they're not going to go away. But if you did not start the mission yes. chain, then they're gone. All right. So, uh, from what I ended, yes, yes, okay. that's correct. There you go. So, there's the answer to that question, uh, folks. If you did not start the the arc, okay, then they are gone. Um, let's uh, go to the next question here um, regarding arc three, the Latinum Antiques. Are these uh, considered mm-hmm. an inventory item? Let's say you're in a Borg system. You smack one of these uh, Ferengi traders. You pick up uh, this Latinum Antique. Can that antique be stolen in PvP? No, so. cannot. No. So, no, no, no. so it's not in your cargo bay. As soon as you destroy that, it comes into your inventory. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right, so it cannot be stolen in PvP. Uh, even if your ship gets blown up, I guess then it's it's considered an acquisition item and not an inventory item. Yes? Exactly. So, and it's, it's, not the, it's not in the chest, essentially. Okay, there you go. So just uh, just like a chest. So, Well, uh, Fusion, you say you're not OPL, but you could be. If you're up there and you're farming these probes, you could end up being uh, you could end up being o- overcargo, but they're considering it a, an acquisition item and not an inventory item, so it cannot uh, be stolen. Okay, very good. Uh, I've got a couple of questions here, and then uh, we, we do kind of have a format that we want to follow along today, so I do want to try to get your questions. Um, let's talk about these Ferengi traders and, and dive into it a little bit more specifically, Panic. These these Ferengi traders, okay? Yesterday, I spent four or five cells. I know, Gregor, and you can speak up as well. You've got speaking privileges in here. You spent, I think, six cells yesterday. Um, I saw only one trader. Unfortunately, I was not in a position to be able to grab it. Someone grabbed it after three seconds after it showed up. That was the only one I saw all day. Do you have any idea what the spawn rate is on these things? I know you said they were rare, but, I mean, are we talking Armada rare, like 12 hours, or are we talking, like, uh, an hour? Um, I haven't seen the actual spawn rates. I just know that they're they're set as extremely rare. So I assume this is very. I don't think there's a specific timer. I think it's very random. It's completely randomized when they show up or not. Like you, like I haven't seen any. Right, and I use five cells. Uh, I've have heard other people they've killed three of them. I think other people like using their full set of cells. They didn't see any anyone any of them yet. So it's super randomized. Yeah, we're, we're seeing uh, some people who say they, for example, have spent seven cells, didn't see any Praetor, on the other hand, extremely lucky. He got two uh, yesterday, which is awesome. So you're set for essentially the next five days, Praetor. There is a five-day cooldown on that part of the refinery. And uh, now I, I However, wanna... if you upgrade your Vidar, it resets the cooldown. Yeah, so if you tear up your Vidar, then then you could Praetor end up using a second one of those. Now, uh, Panic, you had given some, uh, you had given some hint as to the content of these systems the other day. Are you able to tell us exactly what are in these three mystery systems? Like, what kind of ship should you take to this system? Should you take a warship? Should you take the Vidar? Should you take uh, a mining ship? I mean, there's been a lot of speculation and and a lot of hints as to what's actually hidden in these mystery systems, but you don't want to burn a one extremely rare and hard-to-obtain cell to show up with the wrong ship. What should we be doing? The, um, again... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, because these ones have changed a bit over the time as I've spoken to them, but from what I understand, the Vidar is the best ship to use for these specific, for these yes. systems, as in any kind of Borg system. And um, the the uh, the fatter your Vidar is, the spoiler like that, the more loot you'll get. Yeah, so basically on those new three systems, you find a Latinum that you can mine, and you are also 
find uh, Borg probes that are filled with raw latinum. So basically, taking the Vidar is probably the best because you will be it will be easier to kill those uh, nano probes that are attacking you. And also, the cargo is pretty big, so you can store a lot of raw latinum. All right. So the idea into going to these bonus systems, it is raw latinum uh, or or latinum nodes. Are there latinum nodes here as well that you can that you can use yes. to mine? Okay. So yes, yes. So and it depends, right? Like some systems have uh, more hostels over nodes, and other systems have more nodes over hostels, right? Okay. All right. Very good. Because uh, there's only these three basic systems, guys, and they are broken down by rarity. Okay. So, uh, for example, and that is based on the tier of your ship. Tiers one through three give you a shot yep. at accessing the uncommon. Uh, tiers four through six at the rare system, and then there's an epic system for tier seven through nine of your Vidar. Okay. Um, let's ask uh, very quickly about some of the deployment bugs that we had yesterday, and I know that this is something you guys have been working on. It's been probably a tough issue. Yesterday we had this great patch, all right, and a lot of content came in this patch, I, I, and and there's something very specifically that I want to mention here in just a second. But one thing that that I have experienced, and I know a lot of people have, is is swapping crews, swapping ships, is causing some type of crash glitch like the 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 game is having some yep. kind of i'm assuming that this is a widely reported issue do we have an eta on this this seems to be a glitch that's a little bit larger than normal it's affecting us in a, in a negative way a little bit more than usual is this something that we have a, a quick hot fix on and what's the eta for deployment i don't know if there's a quick hot fix on this because we again correct me if i'm wrong as usual <laughs> um I know the team trash. We, we sent an we sent an example as well. I sent a few examples. Um, I know we sent them as well. Tickets too. Um, the, step, the reproduction steps of this was quite difficult to find because a lot of the times it, there was no lag. I, a lot of the assumptions here was because we had a lot of server lag at that time. And, has um, has that kind of server lag? Kind of server lag that, has that kind of caught up now? Because, I mean, there was even issues yesterday of yeah. pack purchases and inventory items yeah. not showing up. Is, is the server fresh now? Are we all caught up? I, I, it looks like it. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, I do have a couple of questions. Some are coming from uh, the community as well. Um, Red Angel, uh, Captain Mark, would like to know, are there any hostile or bounty hunters or fighters in the new Borg systems, these reward systems? Are there any um, anything that we need to be aware of when we are spending this very rare sale to get to these systems? Anything that can hurt us? Nope. Nope. Just your average, just your average Borg as well. The same thing. The only difference is that it has also the nodes now that you can farm, you can mine. So, again, the whole point of this is like, I'm making the example of uh, Diablo 3. There was a, a, the treasure goblin, essentially. So it's the same as aspect. The whole point is that you, you get in the system and then just mine like crazy. You just get as much as you can and you get out. There is no possibility of dying or hostiles killing you and stuff like that, right? Unless somebody uses said special rare cell to come up and just blow you up, which would be a very special form of griefing, by the way. <laughs> like, that, would sure. be, that would be a very special form of, um, of aggressive PvP uh, in those systems. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Ideally, like, the, best, the, best, uh, the best format here would be like you would just go into your own instance completely, right? and then you wouldn't care about anyone else coming towards you, but yeah. 
Okay, so guys, uh, obviously just, beware of those systems. Those systems are there. And obviously with a five-day cooldown timer, probably designed to be pretty empty, right? You guys are controlling the flow yeah, exactly. of players entering these systems. So uh, so sounds good. All right, uh, this is uh, a question that I know has gone on for just a little bit, more of a, a general question, uh, Panic. Is there discussion, is there an ability, some way for us to be able to swap crew within the ship. It doesn't even need to be swapping crew with a base. But, I mean, listen, if you're out in space, all right, logically thinking, it would not be difficult for the con to move into the captain's chair. So uh, think of it from a mining perspective. Is there not a way to swap crew, or is this something that can be considered swap crew within the ship while in space? It, what is the, what's the reason that this cannot be done? I, just, I, I think at this moment it's just technolo- uh, technically. Um, I don't, I, the, only, um, the only thing I know that is that the team is working on is the crew loadouts. So you can set crew loadouts, uh, preset them essentially. That's, I think, one of the big things the community wants. But for this specific feature here, I haven't heard anything about it. Okay. It's uh, very it's very unlikely it will happen simply because of the buffs officer and a lot of the buffs sometimes needs to go back to the station to reset the thing. Like for example, if you do a research while your ship is in space, you always need to recall your ship to make sure that the research you just finished apply to your ship or you know all these kind of things. So basically, I think technically we won't be able to do these kind of things changing while you are you know traveling into space simply because of a lot of the things needs to be reset to your station. And I'm sorry for the noise. This is my kid. <laughs> oh, that's that's all right. I, my kids make noise, too. It's it's all good. So so not necessarily uh, something that the team doesn't want to work on, but from a from a buff's point of view, from the officers applying their abilities, you're saying that that kind of has to be reset back to kind of ground zero at the base. Correct, yes. Okay. Now, uh, Panic, you mentioned that crew loadouts is something that the development team is working on, like preset saved crew loadouts. Um, obviously, it'd be, it'd be silly of me to ask you for an ETA. I know that you can't provide that, but, I mean, is this a, is this a sticky note on the wall kind of thing, or is this a coming soon, like second quarter kind of thing? Yeah, no, I can't promise uh, anytime soon for this thing, guys, because there's so much content coming, uh, someone's content planned. I know that this is something that even from the first uh, podcast I did with Keemster back in the day, like we're talking about, I think it was uh, July or August uh, last year, like he even, he even uh, agreed that this is something that it would be super cool for the community, yet it's not any – it's a, a sticky note uh, next to – what was the accountant's name again? <laughs> uh, Billy. Billy from accounting. So you're saying that Billy from accounting is, is hoarding all of these sticky notes, right? He comes through. Yes, exactly. He exactly. comes through and does his janitorial responsibilities in the evening time. <laughs> it, listen, you guys still have Billy working? Is Billy there? Is he manning the phones right now? Is that what, what you've got him doing? Oh, Billy's, Billy, Billy lives on that chair. <laughs> he doesn't leave from that Billy chair. doesn't ever. Yeah, he lives in the developer's lounge, right? He, he's done that. I'm worried about him, though. Has anybody checked on him? I'm sure the supply of pizza and donuts have run out by now, so uh, we need to be need to be checking on him. Let's uh, let's switch gears here just for a second, panic, and and talk about things to come. Okay, uh, for example, uh, and and I know that you and I have had this conversation a lot, and and even in conversations privately with you and I, we know that there are some very interesting pieces of content that are that are in route. I, I have to ask you, and I and and I almost hate to because I I, I want you to have an honest reaction to this so I'm, that's why i'm going to ask but why is it that that scopely wants to i understand why scopely doesn't like to release dates but why not 
uh, use hype. You can use hype without a date. Why all the secrecy surrounding hype? Communication. Uh, let me give you credit where credit's due. Communication's at an all-time high. I think there is zero doubt about that. You being here, Gala being here, just last week you were with Rev. We did this exact same thing a month ago where you were with me live uh, or with me for a pre-recorded show and with Rev live last month. So it's communication. And then there's the Q&As on Discord. Like you're in the official Discord. You're doing live Q&As with players of, of, from all over the galaxy. So communication, in my opinion, is at an all-time high. I believe you've got the content creators and the mods doing a great job at keeping a pulse on the community. Um, but excitement generation still seems to be something you guys shy away from. What are your thoughts on telling somebody, hey, this is coming. I'm not going to give you a date, okay? But this is coming at, say, some point in the next 90 days. Get ready. Get ready because this is something that could be really cool, and we want you to know what we're working on. It could do a couple of things, right? It could be, it could give you guys some early feedback in case there's something that you might want to tweak, but it also keeps your player base engaged and excited for what's happening after ARC 3. Yeah, any insight into into the use of hype as a tool? I'm going to use one word here, and that word is called armadas. So I think, uh, <laughs> that, is, that is one of the main oh. reasons why we don't want to hype up stuff. Because I think, like, as much as we have so much in the on the content pipeline, like, again, sometimes I even I even uh, like see like what the the next. Um, what the next uh, events are and everything, but like everything changes day by day because the thing is that um, we're not there yet as a team to be able to traject uh, content and events into the future. That's why we don't even have a content calendar yet for the players, right? Because it's very difficult uh, right now to manage these. We're getting much better every single week, every single day by, by having the ability to do that, yet we're not there yet. That's the thing. Well, and, and I get that, but let, let's go back to the Armadas example, okay? That was something that was promoted. Now, it was promoted probably too early, all right? We, we said Armada's coming soon. That was a splash page for over a year. So, I mean, we could narrow down the time frame, like, you know, what's coming in April? What's coming in May? What's coming in June? Like, look at, you know, from a quarterly standpoint, perhaps, or even a monthly, you know, coming next month, we've got this. It doesn't need to be something that's so far down the pipe, but it can be something that we can say, hey, listen... You know, this is coming. Get get ready for this. And, and I mean, because, listen, the, the hype around Armadas didn't prevent you from launching Armadas. The Armadas still came out. Now, they didn't perform it like we wanted them to. Uh, I don't think they performed for you guys like you had hoped that they would. But it still came. You know, so it wasn't, it wasn't a delay, so to speak, in its deployment. Right? But the thing is that, okay, like, again, this is now we come down to a lot of... Uh human psyche and mental psychology, right? So, like, with, if someone was waiting for something, like, again, take the Diablo 3 as an example. Again, okay, that was 10 years, but that's... Uh, the whole point is that if you create hype for something that is about to come and it's delayed, it's changed, it's not as you expect, it's... If, if I just say, I don't know, like, Picard is coming in two months, right? And, like, everyone's like, oh, Picard is going to come and this and that, blah, blah, blah. But, like, what if Picard doesn't come in two months, right? What if Picard comes in four months? What if the way that Picard comes, uh, unfortunately, due to some licensing issues, we're not able to release uh, Picard or the content around Picard as we wanted, right? And it's very down to like some Maybe you can even take Armadas as an example. So, again... We're, as we're growing as a company and as a team, we're able to make these promises and we may, we're able to, to double down on these promises and actually bring them out. But for now, the main issue is this. main issue is we're scared. We're just not going to live up to players' expectations. 
that's the only thing. Okay, fair enough. All right, fair enough. Um, so let's let's talk about that since, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first. Uh, Picard is coming into the game. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Yeah. Uh, that would be a great little sound clip to get from you, Panic. Uh, but no, okay, so let's talk about Star Trek property, okay? Right now, most clearly and obviously, we're involved in the Kelvin timeline. From Scopely's perspective, are there, like, do you have licensing for just this Kelvin timeline? Like, is it possible that we see other uh, timelines or other characters from other properties, such as Voyager or DS9 or Next Generation? Are you guys licensed? For those characters, or are you limited to specifically the Abrams reboot? For now, I think it's Kelvin. For now, I think it's essentially uh, the movies and anything that comes after that. So, um, but but one of the the thing is that the more that the game gets better, gets more polished, players are happier, we do a better job, then we're able to get more. Um, and we're able to get better from the light. Again, it's it's a tricky situation. I can't really give you like a lot of things I'm going to tell you is going to be from my butt. Like they would say for lack of a, a more decent word. <laughs> but um, what I know is that there are ca- more characters coming into the game. Uh, our uh, our bosses are doing a great job at trying to negotiate with CBS to get more out of this great IP that we all love. So it's just it's more of like. Uh, can we get what can work we can and can we live up to the expectations of something that is so huge like like for the Borg in my honest opinion from an objective point of view I think what we did with the Borg was quite good and there's more coming out we're not going to leave it as it is like there's more coming out uh, into the future and this year as well with the Borg we're not just like uh, we're not doing it like we did with Khan um, so also on that point as well I can say that with Khan that we're going to be uh, revamping a lot from the augment this year as well like that's coming as a big content uh, for the for the community, so I want to keep. I want to put everyone up to date on that. Okay, so yeah. augment is is getting rehashed, and and we are not going to be done with the Borg at end of arc three. This is a somewhat uh, permanent addition, or at least a part of the events that will be cycled throughout um, our our calendars in the future. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like either it's going to be through um, like the team. The team right now are just rehashing ideas. Like either it's going to be put into the dailies. It's going to put as as an event. It's going to be actually as a as a big uh, monthly event uh, as like a content push for the month. So obviously there's a lot of ideas coming out, a lot of post its up in the air. So and we'll see. Okay, let me ask you about one other thing uh, that I know you kind of just said that you don't want to get talk about timelines and so forth. But but let me ask you about this. So earlier last week. There was a screenshot released from a select APAC server. This screenshot indicated that this specific server was experimenting or testing server transfers. Okay, um, I know that we did a little bit of, of kind of just talking, uh, even with some of the affected players on the official Discord, that indicated that you got one of these special tokens that you had to be less than level twelve, and basically this was an opportunity. This was an opportunity for new players joining the game to be able to transition to a friend's server. However, uh, that spawned a conversation that if players are now able to move between servers. Does that mean that server merges are that far behind? Can you tell us a little bit about the concept of server merge and what we can expect in the immediate future? Um, it's coming very soon, server merge, by the way. And the whole concept with server transfers is exactly that. The mechanics are exactly as you said. So levels tw- level 12s and below uh, get one token uh, for free. Right. Uh, so when you create a new account, you, get a, you have a token in your inventory or you get into the... Um, 
get into the game and you're able to get a token. Right. Uh, it's completely for free, but you, everyone only gets one. And then only in very certain situations, whatever baby customer, customer support might be able to do something. Again, this is no promises whatsoever, but super, super, super delicate situations, might, something might happen. Right. If someone is like super harassed, if someone is like to the to the brink point that they just they can't deal with it anymore. I don't know. Like I don't even know what they have. I'm just making stuff up. But there's only one token allowed for every single person. So in, in um, basically, so what you're saying is, is in in a case by case basis, as needed, the capability exists for somebody. But that's going to be a a process that's probably laid out by legal and by terms of service, like whether or not they're going to allow you to transfer a server yeah. after uh, after Ops 12. Now, you say, and I'm going to quote you, very soon on server merge. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit logistically how this is going to work? Are we talking full-on, like, server 15 and server 32 are now are now server 15-1? Like, and, and you're going to take all these players, alliances, or are they coming over? I mean, is it literally my galaxy as I see it right now mashed with another galaxy as they see it right now? What are the, what's the idea behind server merge, and what can we expect to see? I... So I don't know that. So I don't know, for example, like um, if, if like I guess you said, a server X versus server Y are merged together, and someone is already seated at where your base is. Where is your base going to go? Kind of thing, right? So I don't know. Like what I know is that everything, as you see it, alliances, content, uh, whatever, is going to be the exact same. The only difference is that you're just going to go into more populated server, right? Um, I know that for I know I don't know exactly if it's going to go from low population to high population or if it's going to go from pop, uh, low population to low population. Right. All I know is that they want each server to have some sort of balance, and also they also uh, what they also want is so that new players aren't necessarily going to servers with a lot of uh, higher level players. Right. So they don't have like a bad experience of the off the get go. So, so you're trying, you're trying to keep you're trying to keep issues. everybody like if server fifteen has you know. Uh, uh, a galaxy power rating, for example, like a server power rating, you're yeah. going to be looking for another server that's somewhat comparable, so no one's going to come in uh, and allow us to squish them like a bug. <laughs> Shout out 15, right? So you're, you're going you're gonna to make sure that, that whatever does come in is going to be relatively even as far as potential PvP and battle and war. You don't want to stick, for example, a level 50 in a server where their highest player is only a level 30, right? Correct. Okay. Exactly. Let me ask so you this. We wanna, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Following up with this question regarding server merges, Death Dealer asks, are they going to add more mining nodes? Because obviously right now mining is maybe already frustrating on certain nodes, and then you double the population. What are your plans to mitigate you know, things like hostile spawn timers and nodes and, and things like this if you all of a sudden double or triple the population of a server? Hmm. So... That's a really good question. I've again, I don't know a lot of the mechanics since I haven't been shown a lot of them. I just know some stuff from conversations here and there. But uh, yeah, okay. So like that needs so everyone to be knows, like there's gonna be that needs to be a big so, sticky note panic. Like not even a normal yeah, yeah, sticky yeah. note. That needs to be a full on huge color copy sticky note that the devs need to to consider at least. If I'm, I'm sure they have, well, but sir, in case they haven't, <laughs> yeah. Well, server, mer server merge has been in the works for quite a while because of these things, because of these aspects. It's identifying because, like, you have to you have to you have to understand that uh, 
the team has to identify a few things like uh, how much what is the max population of a server how much can a server how much how much are we, how much can be popular a server and how many new players are we allowed to bring into the server for x amount of time so it doesn't become a stalemate right so there's various um, there's various uh, mechanics that are involved so that you both have a healthy server and a server that's growing as well at the same time uh, without it being completely empty so there's a lot of parts again Everyone, you're going to have like a full FAQ. I'm going to do another Q&A on this. And uh, again, we might might do a video on this as well so everyone can understand it from a, to digest it even better. But uh, yeah, all these questions will be taken back and will be answered for sure. Awesome. Okay. Let I'm me sorry ask you that this. I can't answer them right now. No, that's okay. It, you know, the, the biggest part of this is getting information to the community, but also the feedback cycle is an important part of these town halls, you know, to give you guys some ideas or some things that we've been discussing as well so that it can be something that's not overlooked. I mean, again, I'm sure the, de- the developers have probably considered this, but just in case they haven't, it's it's a topic that would cause the community some concern. Let me ask you this. Uh, officially and unequivocally, there has been a ton of speculation and a ton of arguments uh, regarding now that server transfers are almost here. Uh, Bernard asked, "Will uh, some people are going to be using server transfers to create second accounts uh, on, on servers? And, and some people have said that that is against the terms of service of Scopely to have a second account. Uh, but other people have actually said that it's not. Um, what is the official position of Scopely on individual players having multiple accounts? It's not allowed. It is not allowed. So that is a violation of terms of service. How is Scopely going to be policing that or or, or uh, enforcing that? It's a brilliant point. I've um, I'll bring it back. Like again, I've, I don't know how. But I, and and again, like I, what is the. Uh, what is the positive of making another account and then transferring it to another server? Well, uh, you like, know, you'd have to you'd have to ask somebody else. <laughs> uh, spying, that's like, yeah. Uh, so here's here's a couple spying for one, uh, holding G three with level ten, uh, level tens with North Stars. Um, you know, uh, joining other alliances to keep ideas on communication. I mean, there is some uh, there's some strategery involved. Uh, you know, maybe some spy games or, or things like that. Additional helps. Um, I don't know. Farming, filling up a, a resource ship and then going and blowing it up so that you can take the protected cargo back and mine you know faster and i don't know there's probably a several little competitive advantages that you could use using a second account and and if it's against tos then we want to make sure that that it's not being abused okay that that is not being used okay. to give an, an alliance an unfair advantage um Awesome. Uh, I just want to put one point here. This is this is uh, Philip talking, not Panic, who that's working as a comedian for Scully. As <laughs> Philip, me, a gamer that in Star Trek. If someone actually goes into the whole process to do this, to 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 spy on people, to to do all these kind of like mischievous stuff, hats off. That's great. <laughs> I would watch it in a movie. <laughs> there you go. All right. So from from Scopely Panic, don't do it. You're going to get in trouble. From Panic. Hell yeah. Uh, from Philip, sorry. Hell yeah. That's a great idea. Go wreak havoc. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> are you a big PvPer? I, I, I don't know that I've ever actually asked oh, you this Oh, huge. Question. Yeah. So, you, so you're, yeah, all yeah. About, you're all about wreaking havoc. That's your, that's your thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. You, Every game that I played was always PvP. Yeah. There you go. All right. Hey, I do want to, and, and I meant to do this earlier in the show, and I told people that I was going to address this point because the, I want this interview to be, you know, uh, good and bad. Okay. Um, I understand, and I heard it from a very reliable source inside the four walls of Scopely World Gaming Entertainment National Headquarters, LLC. 
that you, Panic, were single-handedly responsible, that it was your fault that we received a trillion trite injection into the economy yesterday. (laughs) I I heard that it was you who went to the developers and said, listen, because of repair times and repair displays not being accurate for the better part of a year, that we feel <laughs> that we should give the community a reimbursement for that. And it was your fault that people received chests of up to 200 million titanium yesterday. Is this true? Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't want to take all the credit because the thing is that usually for most of these things... Uh, stop uh, being modest for once. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If this is okay, if like, this is okay, actually no, the true, that I wanna, the point that I was just making is that as a team, we we we're always pushing for like it's from me, Gala side, from CS side, like we're always pushing for these things because we're in the community and we know what's happening. So for a lot of the stuff that we do see as as comp, a lot of times it's always us going like, okay, guys, what are we doing for this? I think, right. So maybe well, this time, I, yeah, I, I pushed for it this time, but like there's other times where Gala had pushed for it. There's other times when our CS team was pushing it for it. So it's kind of like that's what I just wanted to point out. I want to yes. take 15 seconds. And I want to say, from the basis of the community, 100%. You rock my socks off, dude. That was freaking awesome. That was the most amazing. By the way, all right, and I, and I want to point this out. Not looking a gift horse in the mouth and not complaining about anything ever in the history of compensation. But that's how it's done, man. That is how it is freaking done. That was the absolute best compensation Scopely has ever given, ever. I just want to go on record, and I want to say that that was appreciated by everybody, even the people on the official Discord who do nothing but troll you. Even they, even they said, well, damn, that was pretty freaking spectacular, all right? And not only just from the players that could have used it, but from the Raiders, from the PvPers. Uh, Listen... I just want you to know that as a result of you injecting over a trillion titanium into the economy, I was able to teach over 25 people a very valuable lesson in shield or care. Okay? Um, I, I was able to liberate or reallocate over 250 million titanium in the last 24 hours. And, of course, some people were not super happy with me, but it teaches them a lesson. You can't be careless with your free stuff. Um, joking aside, Panic, man, well done. Thank you for that. That is That was the best compensation that you guys have ever issued, and, and I, want that, I, I want Scopely to hear that that was overwhelmingly received. Okay, and, and in the future, if things uh, go wrong and you guys feel the need to do something like that anytime ever in the future, just know that, that this was super appreciated, super duper appreciated. Well done. Well done on that. Um, let's get to a couple of other community questions. Um, the, uh, the Alliance Diplomacy, that was another patch that was just issued uh, yesterday. Very cool feature. A lot of people really enjoying that. Alliance Diplomacy allows you to tag your enemies and your friendlies and so forth. A very cool thing. 
Would is this a step one in alliance diplomacy? Like, for example, we've talked to you in the past about alliance management tools. Can we? Are we going to see some expansion of this, such as activity checks or reports, mm-hmm. uh, points accumulation, activity over, say, the last five events, where we can kind of keep a chart of who's doing what? Um, any plans for armada management? You know, leaders being able to boot players or take in players. What is? Um, are we seeing the plan for alliance? diplomacy or is this step one of a much deeper alliance management process oh this is by far step one like um there's some really cool features coming with this that are going to basically tie into alliance diplomacy that i can't wait for you guys to see it's going to be great it's actually going to be like it's going to change a lot of the mechanics of the game and how the game is played essentially and it's going to be a lot of fun like uh from a team perspective strategical perspective uh, especially like if if there's two aspects to this once this feature comes in if it's coupled by server merge, which means that the servers are going to be way more populated, so there's going to be way more uh, anticipation and war over these kind of features, um, it's going to be like the game is going to be evolved into something that is going to be super great for everyone. Are you yeah. saying here officially on your state of the game address that PvP is making a return to this game? And when I say making a return, listen, I don't think it's unfair to say. I don't think it's unfair to say that this quote-unquote PvP game, this game that's PvP at its core, right, has been a little lackluster for PvP over the last several months. We've done a lot of PvE. We've done a lot of enhancements to events and missions and hostels. But as you mentioned, even with us last month, PvP is a tricky thing for you guys, I know. But when you're saying we've got some things coming, are we seeing a push for PvP content in this game over the next few months? It's not going to be your average PvP as everyone would think it is, like through events or whatnot, but yes, we're trying to manage this whole ordeal of what PvP is. It's such a finicky subject because some players love it, other players hate it for normal, for natural reasons. So, yeah. Natural yes. reasons being that, I, that they're... Natural reasons being like... <laughs> they <laughs> okay. don't like playing, they don't like PvP. They don't like getting blown <laughs> they just, up. They just want to... Yeah, exactly. They just want to explore the galaxy. They want to mine. They want to collect their ships, uh, which is fair enough, right? I used to used to play with my with my ex. We stay World of Warcraft, and all she liked to do is collect mounts. I'm like, okay, cool. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's what um, she liked to do. Let's uh, let's talk uh, shift gears and talk a little bit about the economy. Okay, the economy has been something that you and I have discussed at length, even in private, non as something that we were going to air. Uh, but let's talk about a few different elements of the economy. First of all, again. Uh, in Arc 3, we see a Borg premium unlock chest, uh, 20 bucks, mm-hmm. and is loaded down with goodies. Again, I believe that a lot of the community is, is positively responding to the contents of that chest being $20. Uh, it's, a re- it's a phenomenal injection into the economy for 20 bucks. Okay, I think a lot of people are seeing that. Let's shift gears uh, towards the increase of Uncommon. You had mentioned here about six or eight weeks ago we had seen the refinery just get stupid for like two weeks. Got really, really good. Yeah. But then, <clears throat> excuse me, then uh, we saw it, it, it slack back off just a little bit. Was this a planned two-week buff? Uh, was it uh, that it got fixed by a, a hot patch and maybe wasn't intended? What, what can we see regarding the pattern of the efficiency uh, or the pattern of the refinery, rather, and can we expect you know, a little bit of tweaking in that moving forward? 
yeah, there wasn't, um, yeah, from what I remember, this was not a bug. This was intended. We just don't want to, we just want to, uh, with these kind of things, we just want players to kind of find it out naturally. It's more, it feels also like from the community perspective, like, oh, cool, look, I'm getting more stuff. So the feel-good aspect is there, right? When, you know, when you're not lucky and then suddenly you get lucky and lucky and lucky, that feel-good aspect is there. So that's one of the reasons why we might not announce these for players. Because right? if you do announce that it it's been tweaked and somebody gets all common, then they're going to be like, liar! Right. It, it's, yeah, it's, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Um, exactly. And these and these things will be done. Yeah. As, and you're right as well. Sorry uh, to cut you, but uh, you think these things will be uh, fixed, uh, will be done more often along the way. Okay, cool. Uh, in the same uh, terms of the economy, let's talk about uh, specifically ship blueprints and loot boxes. Now, one of the biggest complaints that I've had as I have been out grinding my PVE uh, over the last several weeks where you guys have really been pushing hard, okay? You guys have been pushing for a lot of hostile grinding. Uh, yet these loot boxes, man, if anything needs updated, <laughs> if you were going to adjust anything in the economy right now, I kind of have to feel like, and I don't know, this is my personal opinion, so for those in the audience, my personal opinion is before I want you guys spending time on a huge refinery buff, I'd say fix the loot boxes. These loot boxes, we're all getting a ton of these every single day. But as a level 33, yeah. and I'm grinding level 40 hostels, I'm getting Sally blueprints. Is there, is there a sticky note on the wall, Panic, for loot boxes and a reallocation based on the hostels? I had heard, okay, and I don't know if this is official. You correct me if I'm wrong. I had heard that the original plan was that a hostel should be dropping blueprints for a ship within four or five levels of the hostel. Okay, that was, yeah. for example, the original plan. But that's not what's happening. A level 40 is dropping level 28 blueprints, whereas a level 40 could potentially, even if it's a very small chance, okay, even if it's a 0.1% chance, a level 40 should be dropping enterprise blueprints. Is this working as intended right now, or is this something that we can get a really hard look at over the next couple of weeks? I am. This is something that we've been, we have been sending over as feedback. The team understands this. It does require a lot of work to implement itself, but I don't have any data or fixed dates when if this is going to change or when this will change. But so, they know about it. Yeah, I know it's super <laughs> obscure. Well, of course, yeah, I know. Of course, for sure. They, 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 they obviously know the drop rates and uh, what the, uh, what each essentially the, uh, what's it, what's, what's the word? It's called the, the loot table. Yeah, the loot table of like each, um, of each mob in the system. Yet I don't know if this is going to be looked at again and revamped again. As I said, a lot of the teams stretched in right now on different kind of contents and updates and issues within the game. So I haven't heard anything specific on this. It would just be, it'd be nice to know that the developers uh, can be aware or know, for example, that a level 35 uh, doesn't need to be grinding out Kira blueprints. You know, I mean, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I agree. So, you know, just that would be something if I was going to put a sticky note on the wall, that's that's a big one that I'd like to put up on the on the note of Kira blueprints, for example, is there when you launched this game, there was a building in our base. Now, it was level 50. It was obviously meant for later deployment. It was called the marketplace. Now, that's been gone ever since the combat update. But the marketplace yeah. is still if you're looking for a building in your base that the community has kind of rallied around, it is the potential yeah. for Alliance members to be able to exchange goods. Is there any, uh, and I, I'm going to say the word immediate, all right, as in like maybe the next 90 days or even six months. Is this something that is yeah. slated for, say, the next six months? Or maybe even, let, let's even say, let's be generous, 
in the year 2020 do we see a return of a of an actual functional alliance marketplace so we don't firstly we don't see that much into into the future within what's coming from a content point of view oh i know that it's not it's definitely not going to be nothing's going to be changing in the next four months so this is not know, this like, is not a priority beyond, beyond item. that i don't really have any specific ideas as what's going on like major content plans or any i just know for the next four months this is not something that's coming Okay, fair enough. So that not coming soon. <laughs> not coming soon. Not coming soon. Not coming <laughs> soon. All right. Uh, let's talk uh, one other, uh, one or two other economy uh, options here. Uh, this question comes from Mac, uh, Mac Ross on Server for, uh, 15. We have seen the scale of economy in, uh, in chess. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Panic sends me a message. He's got to leave in 10 minutes. All right. Here's what we're going to do, ladies and gents, because we've, we've got – listen, you're going to have to give me more than 10 minutes. You should have given me more than a 10-minute notice goodness gracious all right uh listen we are going i gave you the 15 minute notice an hour ago dang it all right listen from now on when i schedule interview time with you i need a block of 90 minutes all right well we'll we'll put that on the on the calendar for next time all right here's what we're going to do then we're going to take a very quick break when we return i actually have a game that i want panic to play with us okay uh i tell you what mac mac is actually listening live so let me get you to answer this question then we're going to take a break and when we come back i've got a game for you to play my good sir and you are going to help somebody today win a prize out of our prize vault mac your question was related to the economy we've seen packs change we've seen increased value banners we've seen the cost of say for example a hundred dollar and fifty dollar and twenty dollar packs increase in their contents the one pack that we have not seen change over the last several months is that of the seven and thirty day chest has this been forgotten or is this something that we could also have returned to kind of an economy of scale it hasn't been forgotten, but it has been pushed back. Uh, but yes, they are looking again the future. I can't put a date. I know I've talked to the designer actually a week ago on this, and they said that they are looking into revamping this one. Okay, so the 7- and 30-day chest, we could look to see something yeah, coming here chest. very, very soon. Uh, by the way, uh, <laughs> time-wise speaking, what is your definition of, say, very soon as compared to just soon? <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, very soon. I didn't say. I say. I said soon. I didn't say very soon. So I guess in my very soon can be maybe in the next six months. Oh my God, that is not soon, my friend. That is like <laughs> Jesus. Okay. All right. Uh, let's do this. We're going to take a very quick break, ladies and gentlemen. When we return, Panic is going to play uh, yes or no with us, and he's going to help one of you win oh, a no. prize from our prize vault. All right. It's coming up here. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host of Talking Trek Live. This is Star Trek Fleet Command. Uh, their official <laughs> Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be right back. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Crack in the Box. Enjoy the special ingredients in our fast food, and you'll just have to come back for more again and again and again. Here's the story of a man named Brady who was winning big and shagging lovely girls. He had won six Super Bowls, lost three others. He's the best in the world But then one day The guy went crazy And decided he could win big on his own Left his old team Feeling all deflated Sent a tweet from his phone Till the one day when Tom Brady signed a contract And his wife began to call some moving trucks And their troops were headed down to Tampa that's the way they all became the Brady Bucks. 
The Brady Bunch, the Brady Bunch, there's no way they will win their whole line sucks. <laughs> Wednesday edition and our second monthly State of the Game address. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host of Talking Trek Live, and this is Star Trek Fleet Command's official panic. Say it with me. Star Trek Fleet Command's unofficial. You are a jerk. All right. I'm just going on record. This is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Official, unofficial, official. Okay. <laughs> That's what we're going to say. Uh, my guests today are Panic Community Manager from Scopely and of course Deoji Gala is with us as well and uh, as intended she said I want to stay in the background I only want to answer questions when panic gets them wrong is what she said so <laughs> usually what happens anyway in life yeah. <laughs> uh, listen I, I do have one more pressing question from the community the wicked witch would like to know how much time you are spending in Star Trek Fleet Command as compared to Scrabble Go <laughs> <laughs> well, on Scrabble Go, it really depends on who I'm fighting. If it's some of my friends that I really do not like, I might spend like 15 minutes a day. So you <laughs> actually more, use the word, you're using the word fighting as you're describing a game of Scrabble Go. You really are a PvP -er <laughs> at heart. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to go into dictionaries. I'm going to look up on, well, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to play fair, obviously. All right. So we are limited on time here, guys. I, I always wrap up my, my interview segments with guests with a game of yes or no. This is a panic. You've played this game before. This is a series of 10 questions. They can only be answered with yes or no. But one question, you can, uh, you can kind of hit the timeout button. You kind of hit a pause, and you can answer uh, this, uh, this question with an explanation. All right. But everything else has to be yes or no. And uh, you do not have the option to explain, but you must tell the truth. All right. Your mama will know. Are you ready to play the game? Yes or no? Yes. All right. Here we go. Question number one Will Scopely provide a coming next event more than five minutes in advance for proper planning? Yes. <laughs> oh, that is a good... Okay, I'm happy to hear that. Okay. Is milk good after the expiration date? No. Will there be... And so we kind of already asked this one, so this is a waste. Will there be more PvP-styled events in the next 60 days to satisfy the bloodthirst of your PvP community? Yes. For all ROE fans out there, are there plans in the next 60 days to display a zero node status on a battle report? No. Is Borgmata's going to be a real thing in the next 60 days? Maybe. <laughs> all right. If you're going to use the word maybe, I kind of feel like this needs to be your explanation question. Would you care? Yeah, to, okay. This will be the explanation okay. Question. Explanation yes, question, sure. ladies and gentlemen. Here it is. Panic talking to us about Borg Matas. Go, buddy. So it's uh, it's definitely a concept that could be coming up. It's something that the team has been thinking of. Now we don't know when it's going to come or what's happening with this, but 
we want at some at some point we would like this to happen again it, it, there's a lot of we don't even know if it's going to happen right there's a lot of things involved into a licensing point of view technical point of view stuff like that so that's why i said maybe as in like it might come it might come next month it might come in six months it might come in a year so we don't know so in other words borg Matas is something that's on the table they're working on a way to implement it but it's not ready it's obviously not planned for deployment because there's still logistics yes yeah, yeah. Like again, there's a lot of logistics behind it. So again, it's something that it's an obvious, right? Obviously, when you have a content like this, like the Borg, you want to have armadas around it, but we don't know if, when, how, or when it's going to happen. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, there's your Borgmata question answered, and thank you for the uh, for the feedback from the community. Borgmatas coming soon, maybe. Let's continue. Um, let's see. Question number six, we already answered. Are you spending more time in Scrabble Go than Star Trek Fleet Command? Yes. Are you serious? No, no. So, no. Oh, no, shoot. God. That was the other way around. All right. Question number seven. <laughs> Will you let me give away an epic ship on my next giveaway show planned for April 11th? Self-plug. Uh, no. Damn it. All right. Question number eight. Have you ever tested how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll Pop? No. <laughs> um, okay. Question number nine. Is Ultimate DJ still your favorite content creator? Yes. <laughs> question number 10, and this one's almost unfair, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Question number 10. Will you spend the next three minutes and tell my audience something new? That's coming that no one else knows about. No one else has been released. Uh, no one else has any information. Will you give my audience something special over the next two minutes? Give us something. Anything. No. Not what? No. I've given you a lot. <laughs> I can't. There's nothing for me else to give. <laughs> except my sanity. And right. Maybe my job. Fine. One of the two. <laughs> I, I tried to push you. I tried to push you. All right. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to take just a moment as he is PMing me that he's got to go. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to send a very special thank you and appreciate you being here. Uh, here's what we're going to do. Gala, if you have an opportunity to stick, uh, to stick around, Panic doesn't have time to help one of our audience members win a prize out of the prize vault tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and let Panic get back to uh, his smoking weed and playing other video games. <laughs> and, and, and we'll have Gala yeah. help somebody win a prize tonight if we can, if you can stick around for that. But uh, all things said, ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause yeah. for community manager Panic from Scopely who has, uh, who has spent some time with us here today and of course uh, I will leave you with this panic as always we will do this again in the month of April yes sir we shall 100% it's been awesome. a pleasure thank and you everyone we, thanks we, for the questions and uh Everyone, please stay safe huh? wherever you are. Absolutely. Thank you, Panic. Appreciate you being here, and thank you for being uh, available to the community, which, again, and I said this in the beginning, guys, I believe that Scopely is, is making a world-class effort at being, uh, at being with us, and I think that that's a huge, huge thing. Okay? So uh, really appreciate it, Panic. Thank you for being here, and uh, you have a wonderful rest of your evening. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and boot you off audio unless you want to. If you want to come back in Discord and listen, you're welcome to, but in the meantime, uh, well, he's already gone. 
<laughs> he he gone. He bolted. Uh, we're gonna take. Really? Yeah, really? He's gone. He's he's offline. No way. <laughs> I'm not even surprised. <laughs> he's got other things to do. He says that's okay. Um, well, bye now. I yes. have things to do. Okay. Yeah. See ya. See Thank you. Uh, thanks for being here. All right. So here's what we're gonna do, ladies and gents. We are gonna go ahead and take a break, and when we come back, we'll do a little bit of reaction uh, to what Panic has shared with us here today. And of course, Gala is still with us, and she will help make one of you a winner of something special out of our prize bag today okay don't go anywhere my name is ultimate djs this is talking trek star trek fleet commands official podcast don't go anywhere this program is made possible in part by a grant from sudafad the most popular congestion remedy this week if you're a young person having a hard time complying with the government's orders to stay inside please have some self-respect and get a clue Your grandparents were asked to go to war to help this country. The least you could do is stream a few movies on Netflix. You're not being asked to save Private Ryan. You're being asked to watch Private Ryan. We understand you're young and you have more energy than you know what to do with. But someday, you'll turn 40 and all that energy will disappear. So if you can't think of older Americans, think of the older version of yourself. Trust me, he or she would love a nap right about now. So hit the couch before your spring break money buys the wrong case of Corona. This message paid for by the Stop Being Stupid Foundation. Copyright 2020. Stay inside and don't be an idiot, you whiny entitled brats. Hey guys, alright, so to Haven and Z Diddle, so sorry because (laughs) my apologies because I absolutely did not tell you guys to switch into the podcast room. I just assumed you would know. (laughs) Whoops. Oh my. Yeah, totally my fault, guys. Hey, Snake Eyes, if you would be so kind as to go ahead and force move those in the interview room back on over to the podcast room, just in case they don't know what's going on, since I did not mention (laughs) that you needed to switch back over. And the reason we switch over, ladies and gents, is because now you may interact with us live, okay? We are here, and you are now on Push to Talk. So that means that you can now speak up. Your microphones are potted up, and uh, we'd like to welcome you in. Absolutely. No more slow mode. Yeah. Uh, hang on, I'm listening to music. Hang on. Yeah. All right. Welcome in, everybody. <laughs> My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome back to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast and uh we are uh, here hanging out in our last say 15 20 minutes or so as we kind of uh, react and discuss uh our interview with panic who was just here just a few moments ago and and golly i'll tell you this i i had so many more questions i want to thank you guys for all the questions that were submitted and i want to apologize at the same time because we didn't have time to get to all of them i mean we had we had a, a great list of questions and i got to some of them but i did not get to nearly all of them these questions will be saved for next time 
time. And they will also be sh- uh, saved uh, with uh, some of the other content creators so that we can may be able to get your question answered sooner than a month from now. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Sinclair, I thought, in, in all fairness, I actually thought I'd asked him for that. Um, but that's okay. Next time, I'll be a little bit more specific. We'll put it in the calendar. We'll, we'll put in a 90-minute slot so we can get a little bit more time with him. Uh, you know, and, and but you know what? I'm not going to give any grief because he was here, and I think that it was uh, that it was that it was great. Okay, um, and uh, cool that he answered the questions. And I got to tell you, now I don't know if Rev is with us. I know Rev is hopefully. Uh, I just now realized that I may have b- broken your stream by playing a real song. I hope I did not. Um, but uh, is Rev Deuce with us as we uh, start to react to Panic's interview? Rev may not be with us at this uh, particular moment, but we do kind of share content ideas and we share uh, interview questions. And uh, so hopefully some of these questions can make it on to, uh, to an interview with Panic sooner than later. But uh, I will tell you this, uh, guys, uh, Panic uh, <laughs> told me in the beginning, because he asked me yesterday if I was going to send him questions ahead of time. And I told him, I said, you know, really, I, I kind of want this to be live. I kind of want the community to be able to ask these questions. And uh, and so Rev told me going into the interview today, he's like, so are you actually going to be in reporter mode today or are you going to be in shill mode? <laughs> so I am hoping that I satisfied you guys. I'm hoping that I asked the questions that uh, that you guys wanted to hear whether or not they may have been super popular. I wanted to make sure that some of the questions that we wanted to ask, okay, uh, were were asked, okay. So uh, I believe, I hope that uh, that you guys were happy with that, and hope you were satisfied with that. Your mics are potted up. Welcome in to the community. Appreciate you guys being here. What a great, great uh, crowd. Let's do this very quick. Uh, Snake Eyes, I would like to see just how many we've got. 114 people streaming live, and of course that number has fallen uh, <laughs> when we switched over in here because uh, some people heard the interview, and, and now they're good. So we got 114 still with us, and I appreciate you guys being here. Gregor uh, is hopefully still on the stream I with us. I have summoned. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Rev, I, I, I was just saying, I hope I didn't break your Twitch by playing a real song. <laughs> did did you oh, did you pot no. it down during that time and, and then bring it back up? Uh, hopefully nothing nothing bad happened there. But uh, I wanted to uh, kind of get your reaction on the interview with Panic and and make sure first of all that I fulfilled the reporter status and not the shill status uh, in your mind. But also invite a little bit of commentary from you as a fellow content creator. What's uh, kind of your reaction to some of the information that we got here today? I don't think you press them enough. Oh God! <laughs> I didn't. I agree. Been very, he, very, very nice yeah. to him. You, you were extremely diplomatic. You were extreme. Like when he would just give you an answer, like, "Okay, next question." I'm sitting here, like, "No, not next question." Okay, Rose so ass. all right, yeah, those softball answers make him answer the home run question. Well, but what questions? What questions did he not answer to your satisfaction? I am all right. I am very much a scopeless shill, but uh, I'll, I'll say this. Listen, first of all, we had a limited amount of time. We didn't even get to. I didn't even get to half of the questions that I had penned down. So half Gunny says the same thing. No hard questions, really. No hard questions. Uh, there was a couple of hard questions, but it's like here's you an example. When you went over the timetable thing, that's complete BS. Gaming companies know what they're doing in the next three or six months. That that's complete BS. 100% BS. I don't care if that's scopely rhetoric or whatever. You got to press on stuff like that, man. They know, they're not sitting there pulling ideas out of their rear end for the next two weeks. They know they have plans quarter by quarter, and it's the gaming players' rights to know what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. Yeah, they have to be I'll running. Ask, 
they have to be running an agile type of model for deployment. So you've got that yeah. stuff mapped you out. Think, you think far. this massive Borg entire quarter lasting arc just came out of nowhere? Like, hey, we're going to do the Borg today. No. There are way too many software developers and project managers yeah. that know what's going There's on. There's too many stem field people in this game to be lured away by that BS. Maybe Scrabble Go can get away with that, but over <laughs> here, no, we, we know what's going on. See, all right, so... Yeah, I'll have to agree with Rev Goose on that one. He knows more than what he was letting on, and I think you could have pressed more. Yeah. All right. I mean, well, the thing exactly. is, like, okay, <laughs> the here's the thing. Okay, fine. The thing you have to, the thing to have, you have to remember, guys, is that we are also very limited in terms of what we can say, right? So, like, no matter what you do, even if you push us or you force us into a corner with a knife in their throat and tell us you have to tell everything. <laughs> Wait a we second. We can't do that, are right? You, Gala, no, are you actually saying right? that if someone had a knife to your throat, you're not going to spill Scopely secrets? You will. You would take it to the no, grave? No, because this is, this is my job. I am not... I, there are some things that I can't wow, tell. that is some loyalty. Are, that is, man. Yeah, that's not, I mean, at the end of the day, right, what it is is that this is a job that pays my bills, right? I need to keep my job. Sorry, but you know what I mean? Like, I need to keep my job. And... If we are to say too much things, then we get in trouble. We definitely I, I kind of agree with that point. I know that you guys say that we should have pushed harder, but but I also, I know what kind of questions that he's going to answer and what kind of questions see, is too far. That's the difference. I, it's both sides. You got to know from the gamer's perspective, you got to push. It's your job to push. It's his job to know what he can say and what he can't say. So... You can't just be like, well, I know we can't talk about this. So I'm just going to, you know, underhand but this little No, but that's kind, of, that's kind of my point. Why, if I've got 35 more questions, why am I going to waste time pushing him for an answer that I know I'm not going to get? Because you might point. get it. And then if he gets in trouble, it's his fault for letting it up. The players, though, you're the representative <laughs> for the players. You're right, you're Gunny. For I, I was yeah, looking but, for a reaction to Panic's answers, and now I'm getting told I'm a terrible interviewer. So, damn. <laughs> you were a terrible interviewer. <laughs> you did just fine. I, I thought it was great. I mean, you also have to make it in an inviting place where people want to go to talk. That's true. you got to make sure that Panic's willing to come back. Although, I, I'll, I'll say this, Panic... Panic has created this. Okay, this is this whole feedback loop, the the content creators program. This is a creation of Panic's invention. So for him to withdraw from it would be its undoing. You know, he has to. Well, he did answer one other question I thought very legitimately, which makes a lot of sense. They did give a temporary boost to the refinery, and now it's back to being crap again. You know, why don't you just leave it alone? Give us a you know, come to an even middle and leave it there. Well, and Venkman says, yeah, he did actually answer a few questions. We got some inf- uh, useful information on server merge. Yeah, we did. So, um, you know, here's the thing. I, I believe that these types of things are good uh, overall. I think that we're going to be able to ask the questions. I think we ask the questions knowing that some of them can't be answered, but we want him to know that it is a topic of conversation within the community, and we want him to to know that this is at least, if he can't answer, a piece of feedback that we're going to take back to the developers so hopefully they can form a response to us in the future. All right? Or develop content. Sticky note wall. Uh, yeah, sticky note sticky wall. Note or wall. Develop, uh, develop content about what it is that we're asking in the future. Okay? Uh, mediocre, you got it right, buddy. See, I, I was actually employing your technique. Interrogation works better with casual, polite conversation, Rev. Okay, so <laughs> as a matter of fact, I'm you know what? I think my hold on, hold on, hold on. gone pretty darn well, and he keeps coming back. I I am gonna I'm gonna tell you this, all right, and some of you guys may have caught this. I am gonna tell you my one underhanded uh, question 
that you did not, maybe some of you did not pick up on, okay? But one question that I did try to trick him on a little bit uh, as he listens to this later um, is give us an actual time frame de- definition of Thune versus very yeah, Thune. I heard right? that. Because and we all like screamed at the top of our lungs at the answer. Well, the answer was not was not what we wanted to yeah. hear, but he gave a time frame answer. Soon is six months. To me, that's not soon. Okay. However, it's not. if you go back and he and specifically the question about server merges, he says this is very soon. This is right around the corner. So coming back to that question twenty minutes later, I kind of wanted to know. All right, when you say very soon, are you thinking two weeks? Are you thinking a month? Nah. Okay. No, no, no. No, no, no. Software <laughs> development, six months is soon. Oh, God. All right. So what is the definition of very soon then? <laughs> very soon is... About four months. Two, three months. Oh, God. That's miserable. Very soon is a quarter. <laughs> very soon is a quarter. All right. There you go. Uh, so that's uh, that's what we've got. But ladies and gentlemen, we do still have approximately seven to eight minutes in our normal broadcast and so what we'd like to do at this point is uh if gala is here we uh well obviously we know gala is here if gala has a few minutes we are going to allow her to help one of you in the lucky audience win an actual prize out of our star trek fleet command prize vault ladies and gentlemen let's get to it All right, Gala, you know the game. We were actually talking about it in Fluffer Time coming up. We are going to use our random name generator. We are going to pick one lucky audience member, and they're going to have a chance to play. Now, I uh, asked you in the very beginning, since we and, and Gregor had actually developed the game just for panic. We're going to have to save uh, We're gonna have to save that, Gregor. We're going to have to table it for our <laughs> next time uh, because I want Gala to have an opportunity to actually play one of the uh, one of the other games. So first, let's find our contest winner, okay? Uh, let's see who it's going to be today. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to welcome Kingston17 to the show. Kingston. Kingston17 has been chosen by the random name generator. You have an opportunity today. And by the way, this is not our only game. We still have Spam It that we're going to do uh, We're going to do here in just a minute. All right, Kingston17. No, he should still be here. The bot would register if he was gone. The bot would register if he actually left the room. Kingston17, uh, you've got about 30 seconds left to respond. I'll have to draw a new winner. Kingston17, you've got a chance to win a prize out of the prize vault here. If you don't have a mic, that's okay. Just type it. We can still play in text. We can still play in text. That is completely fine. All right. I think that's about time. Kingston, are you here? We're going to have to draw a new name. Kingston. All right. He's not here. Let's do another. All right. Mr. Big. Mr. Big. Mr. Big. Are you here? Hey, there's Mr. Big. Uh, would you like to play in voice today, or do you need to play in text, Mr. Big? <laughs> he says, yeah. <laughs> uh, voice or text, buddy? <laughs> Maggie says, that's my middle name. Very well. All right, Mr. Big, while you're deciding whether or not you want to play in voice or in text, I'm going to explain to you the rules of the game. Now, you are kind of at Gala's mercy. All right, here's how this is going to work. We're going to play a game with Gala. But before she answers the question, you need to guess whether or not she's going to get it right or wrong. All right? Uh, No, Mr. Big, I cannot hear you, but you should be on push to talk. All right, so you'll need to press the push to talk button uh, because this room is... Hello, now. Hey, Mr. Big, welcome to the show. How you doing, buddy? What server are you from? 
Uh, I'm in an Apex Server 189. 189, Apex Server 189. Welcome, appreciate you being here. So here's how the game is going to be played. I'm going to read Gala a question, all right? But before she answers, you need to guess whether or not she's actually going to get the question right or wrong, all right? Then she'll answer the question, and if you're correct, then you win part of your prize, all right? Uh, And we're going to do five questions that way. Mr. Big, are you ready to play the game? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Let's Let's do it, Miss Gala. I'm going to let you choose your game today, Gala. I already know which one you're going to pick, but I'm going to let you choose anyway. Miss Gala, you can choose a game of steakhouse or gay bar. You can choose strip club or daycare. Or you can choose fake news or Florida. What's your game today? Pick your poison, Miss Gala. I'm going to take... Why do I have echo, though? I can hear myself. Okay. I'm going to take strip clubs or... Of course you are. Of course you are. (laughs) Strip club or daycare. Sorry about the echo. That should be fixed now. Sorry about that. That was specifically for the feedback uh, during Panic's interview. All right. So there we go. Strip club or daycare. And here we go. All right. So, Mr. Big, I'm going to ask her a question. All you have to do is guess whether or not she gets it right or wrong. And Gala, no Googling, no cheating. And then you give me your answer. Are you ready to play? Yep. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, the game is strip club or daycare. Oh, gosh, I almost forgot. Let me pull up the prize sheet. you got to choose what you're playing for here, Mr. Big. Hang on just a moment. Let me pull up the prize list. Here we go. Running prize list. Let me randomize the chests. And I'll tell you what you have an opportunity to win today. That is not the right Excel spreadsheet. Prize vault. Here we go. Sorry, guys. I was slightly unprepared for that particular component. Here we go. Uh, Sorting now. And what you need to do, Mr. Big, I need you to choose a number, 1 through 13. Number 1 through 13. You get to choose a chest. Um, I've got 13 prizes. All right. He's choosing chest number 6. Very good. And now I'm going to choose a chest. And then I'm going to tell you what's in my chest. Okay? And you will not know what's actually in yours. My random number generator generated chest number three. What's in my chest is one million raw dilithium. One million raw dilithium. That is what is in my chest. And uh, your chest remains a secret. Okay? At the end, I'll make you an offer to buy your chest back or you can keep what's in yours. Are we ready to play? Sure. Here we go. Complicated, I know, right? Here we go. All right. Gala, strip club or daycare? The Playhouse in Council Bluffs, Iowa. The Playhouse. Mr. Big, do you think that she's going to get this one correct or incorrect? I'm going to go incorrect first. She's going to get it wrong. Gala, what do you think it is? Uh, I think it's a daycare. You think it's a daycare? Mr. Big thought you were going to get it wrong, so Mr. Big is correct because it is, in fact, a strip club. All right, so that's one correct answer. Golly, you got that one wrong. You are really very good at this, usually. You got that one wrong. The Playhouse is, in fact, the strip club in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Here we go. Question number two, strip club or daycare, Goosebumps, Atlanta, Georgia. Goosebumps in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, Mr. Big, is she going to get this one right or wrong? Right. Gala, what is it? Uh, Yeah, to me, it's a strip club. And you got it right. That is a correct answer. Two for two. Very good, Mr. Big. Question number three, strip club or daycare, the toy box. The toy box in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Strip club or daycare? Mr. Biggs, you going to get it right? Right, yeah, right. All right, and uh, Miss Gala. Oh, my God. The pressure. Uh, I'm going to 
Or a daycare. It is, in fact, a daycare, and Mr. Biggs got that one right. You're three for three, my good friend. Here we go. Question number four. The Schoolhouse, Duluth, Georgia. The Schoolhouse. Strip club or daycare, Mr. Biggs. You going to get it right? Uh, wrong. So you go get this one wrong. Gala, what do you think it is? Uh, I'm going to go for a strip club. My God, you are four for four. Actually, that was the wrong button right there because it is, in fact, a daycare. Gala got it wrong, which means Mr. Big got it right. Now, you're going for a, a unique opportunity here, okay? You're going for the opportunity to actually choose between both chests knowing what's inside them. Here we go. Question number five. The mouse's ear. Strip club or daycare? The mouse's ear, Knoxville, Tennessee. For the sweep, Mr. Big. She's going to get it right or Correct. wrong? She's going to get Correct. it right. And Gala, what is it? A daycare. No! Oh, no! <laughs> that's all right. Oh, that's okay. You know what? I'm sorry. That's all right. Hey, he, he still has an opportunity. At a very, yeah, I still won. <laughs> yeah, you still won. You got an opportunity here at an amazing prize. So here's what I'm going to tell you. You got four out of five right. All right? You got four out of five right. So in uh, here's what I'm going to offer you. I'm going to offer you 800,000 raw dilithium. 800,000 raw dilithium. Or you can keep the entire 100% contents of your chest. All right? You can keep the entire 100% contents of your chest. 800,000 raw dilithium or 100% of your chest. What's it going to be, Mr. Big? I'm going to go with my chest. I feel good about it. Your chest. Ladies and gents, let's see what's in it. Hey, you know what? That ain't bad. I'm going to give you 25 million raw titanium. 25 million raw titanium. Was that worth a trade from 800,000 to lithium? Yeah, that's amazing for an Ops 26 guy. <laughs> oh, you better shield, buddy. <laughs> you better shield. 25 million raw titanium coming your way, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, and there you go. Congratulations to you on Deal or No Deal, Mr. Congratulations. Big. Congratulations. Yeah, not a bad prize. Guys, we still have one other game to play. We're going to do it very quickly. You're very welcome, Mr. Big. Thank you. He's on server 189, APAC server, joining us on our international broadcast today. we got one of the last game to play, ladies and gentlemen, and that is the winner of our off-air game, the picket or the spam it game, all right? All you have to do, and I'm going to give everybody in this room a chance to go enter very quickly. If you're listening live in the Discord right now, all you have to do is post anything in our spam it room. If you post anything, our bot is going to catch you, all right? And it's going to register you for the game. If you have not posted anything at all in the spam it room, go do it very quickly right now. I'll give you one minute. And we'll get you registered, and then we're going to draw a winner for 500 Uncommon Materials here in just a moment. In the meantime, uh, Mr. Snake Eyes, let's get to some uh, promotions, right? Of course, we've had panic. Today was our second monthly State of the Game address. The podcast will be live. If you're listening live now, I really appreciate you being here. I would very much like... Uh, for you guys to subscribe to the podcast. It's on all major podcast platforms. That is iTunes. That is Google Play. Thank you, Snake Eyes. You got it. We're all over it. Okay, Pandora, Spotify, which is how Gala listens to the show. All right. It's also available by searching Talking Trek using apps such as, but not limited to, Podcast Addict, Beyond Pod, Eyecatcher, Downcast, Antenna Pod, and Player FM on your Android, iPhone, iPad, Smart TV, Chromecast, SmartWatch, or Smart Speaker. All right. You guys can find us. All you got to do is say, hey, Siri, play Star Trek Fleet Command. 
All right, and it's there. You guys make sure and check it out. Also, we do have a merchandise store if you'd like to support the show and uh, get some cool swag. In the meantime, inside our Talking Trek store, we add products weekly, and most of them are kind of funny, right? We want them to be topical. As a matter of fact, the uh, the product that we have developed for Panic is actually, if you guys will remember, stemming back to the launch of Arc One, where we simply asked Panic, "What is a Borg?" And he answered in his true smart Alex self. <laughs> so you guys make sure to check that out. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Those are the promotions. And, of course, don't forget to check out our show streaming live every single Wednesday and Sunday. Times to be determined. If you're here in the Discord, you will receive a notification. And I appreciate you being here. If you're listening in podcast form, please make sure and scroll down in the episode description and find an Amazon support link where you can actually click on that link. Do your normal everyday shopping at Amazon and support the show that way by not taking your money, but taking Amazon's money. And I'm totally cool with that. All right. Make sure you do that. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here on the show. Let's go in and see if we can find ourselves a winner in our spam it room. Snake eyes. Let's see if we can do it. Typing in the command right now for 500 uncommon materials of your choice. 500 uncommon materials being awarded to Doom and Pops. Not Doom. Doom is your tag. Pops. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations to Pops. Pops, you have been chosen. And whether you're listening live or not, this was our off-air game. Congratulations to you, Pops. You have been chosen to win 500 uncommon materials. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what that means. That means Spam It has now been reset. All right, meaning that now if you're here, go ahead and post a new spam. All right, and you're going to automatically be registered for our next spam it giveaway, which is coming up on April the 8th. Wednesday, April the 8th, we will draw another winner of 500 uncommon materials. All you got to do is go in there right now, spam, and the bot is going to catch you and respond, and you will be uh, enrolled in our spam it game. All right, you guys make sure and go in and check that out. Mr. Snake Eyes, anything else that we need to do? I believe that we are probably, uh, we're probably in pretty good shape, right? Are we ready to uh, get the heck on out of here? Is there anything else that we need to uh, discuss before... We wrap up our show. I believe that's about it. I hope everybody had a great uh, time here on the show. We appreciate all the new listeners being here, and I do believe that that's probably going to wrap us up. All right? Guys, my name is Ultimate DJs. We do this show twice a week, every Wednesday and every Sunday. If you're here listening for the very first time, I invite you to come back and return. We record it, and we always break down the game. We have interviews. We do analytical research. We give you math. Math. And sometimes we make fun of hillbillies, because I am one. <laughs> All right. Hey, don't forget, baggy trousers. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to be alone. All right. We are actually hanging out right after we get off the air. You can come and join us in our after-party room. So you guys come on in, hang out, and we will continue the conversation off the air in our after-party room. My name is Ultimate DJs. I've been your host on Talking Trek Live. This is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And uh, we appreciate you being here. On the Wednesday edition, I'll see you again this coming Sunday. Stay tuned to your local Discord for an announcement of showtime. Guys, thank you. Appreciate you all being here. Baggy trousers, as long as there's no Scrabble Go, can't make any promises, buddy. <laughs> no promises. Wicked Witch, thank you. Mr. Fusion, you got it. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Mr. Big, thank you very much. 
Chick, thank you for being here. Hope you guys had a great time, and we'll look forward to seeing you next week. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm getting the heck on out of here. Love you, mean it. Bye-bye. Talking Track is a registered trademark and recorded live in front of a studio audience for distribution across all major podcast platforms.